Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. Hey, what's up, creators? This is your old buddy, John, and you have once again located the Sketch Magazine podcast. I am joined, as always, with sketch editor Bill Nichols, sketch publisher Bob Hickey, and tonight we are going to talk about how to take that free property you have, that free webcomic, that free idea that you're just giving away to folks, and monetizing it. But to keep with tradition, first we have to go, how are you doing tonight, guys? Doing okay, John. This is Bill, as if they didn't know. As if they didn't know the velvet voice of Bill Nichols. That's right. I'm doing good, John. This is Bob. So um, so say we have a webcomic. Um, actually, two of you. We have a webcomic. Web comic. <laughs> Thank you. Now cluck like a chicken. No. Um, so you have your webcomic. Uh, you are essentially giving it away to the public right now. You're not charging people to view your webcomic. However, you like your idea and would very much like to continue it into other avenues, say uh, T-shirts or trading cards or something like that. How would you go about monetizing that previously free idea? Well, they want to uh, jump in on that one. Yeah, I, I will, because usually I let Bob do this, but I'll just go ahead. Uh, like with a free web, with a web strip that that posts, one of the, I mean the very obvious one is that you collect those into either issues at some point or into you know print issues like uh, print on demand or whatever, or in trades. A lot of them are you know being printed in trades, and you can uh, either collect them together like P, uh, PVP, several others, where. Uh, you know, then you have the book. That's one way. Girl Genius. And uh, Girl Genius is a good one to, to sort of get that idea. And so are the Half Pixel, all those guys doing their stuff. Yeah, it's PVB, uh, Sheldon, Sheldon, and uh, Evil Inc., those three guys. Right. Uh, Starslip's still part yes, of that? Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, Starslip. But actually, Girl Genius is a good thing that he actually came out as a comic. I have a couple issues of it. It's like magazine size. And, mm-hmm. and couldn't make it in print, couldn't sell enough. Went back and started giving it away a couple of days a week online and has built a huge following, mm-hmm. has filled a huge niche within the steampunk era. So, I mean, there's something where, and I mean, and Phil's already known for being many years in this industry, but um, he, he sort of went print, couldn't make it, stepped back, saw this online stuff tried it and he's done great they've done great with it but like you said printing the collections um something they do is they offer a hard i didn't mean to hijack this by the way no um they offer a limited edition hardcover when they first go to print with a collection and 
they'll only print so many of that hardcover, and then they do an unlimited soft cover of it. And I'm still looking for like the first two hardcovers in first printing. Yeah, they um, they were set up at a steampunk show I went to earlier in the year, and those hardcovers, the hardcovers they had were gone the first day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no holding on to them, and their their table was most assuredly packed pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely found his, his core audience with that. And and that's the cool thing is that that's something you want to look at as a market where you can grab the comic read and you can build a, a secondary market in something like steampunk or something else victorian or something that has a genre and other people around it who may not read comics but you could get them to read your project so that offers up your base even wider um i know pvp um the concept of that is that there are magazines the characters run a magazine you never see them write a magazine or publish a magazine but what they do is it's about video games so they're constantly talking about video games I think Scott's been doing a thing for over 10 years now. So when he yeah. came out, it was hot. Video games were hot. And he built a huge audience right off the bat. So that was his niche, the video games. So um, those are things you want to look at when you're building a strip that you want to build an audience that you can move merchandise to. That whatever you create, whether it's collections or whatever, you can you have an audience large enough big enough that you can sell your merchandise to. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of, uh, actually thinking of two people that are uh, just starting out. Um, one named Chris Flick, mm-hmm. um, who um, has a webcomic that he does that he's collected into um, a couple of different... Um, he's not collecting them into comics now. He's also almost collecting them... Uh, you may have to remember back a little bit, but do you remember when they started collecting Peanuts and Garfield mm-hmm. in those kind of long, thin mm-hmm. collections? I buy the uh, Peanuts for my mother-in-law. She's a huge, and she'll never hear this, but Inez, <laughs> she's a huge Charles Schultz fan. And so yeah. I buy, they put out like three a year, and I, uh-huh. I have one for her birthday, and I usually have one at Christmas, and then sometime during the year, just for whatever reason, we'll give her the third one. So, But she really enjoys those, and she, she's funny. She's 89, 89 years old. She'll put my name in it. She says, you make sure you get these when I pass away. <laughs> I said, all right, all right. That's not the reason I'm giving them to you. But she really enjoys her. So saying, yeah, those are cool. They're, they're longer because they are strips, but it's a really right. neat format do that collection that, that's why we did the clay's way first comic it's a long yeah. comic stapled on the short end so it's easier to to, to read but it still feels like a comic book because it's the right proportions yeah and he does them he does them like that and um uh, another person named michael candelaf does a uh comic called that monkey tune um he does them he does his collections almost in a eight and a half by 11 book form Hmm. Um, or not even eight and a half by 11, probably an eight by eight, I guess would be more proper book form. Uh, Almost like a, like a short, you know, or like a skinny novel. Right. And uh, 
And then both of them do uh, additional merchandising. Like um, I know Mike, uh, Mike has hats and a few other things that, uh, you know, in addition to posters and, you know, the obvious things that people do, but I know he has hats and uh, I, I know one way Chris uh, keeps it current is he uh, will go to conventions and he'll draw people from the conventions into the strip. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, I know, like, one time I was in one of the strips. Wow. So, yeah, so um, so there are different, you know, um, avenues for people. They're right. not stuck with that, you know, comic format. Um, something that just hit me, you know, last week I mentioned Backstage Past, everybody. Something we should do, John, you run into so many, and, and Bill, is um, when we launch that radio show, is get a hold of some of these people and do some live interviews with them and talk about oh, this yeah. stuff, what's worked for you, what hasn't, how have you built your markets, what your readership by. I mean, we're looking to fill content, I know, but that would be a great thing. I would listen to all the shows with that kind of stuff on it, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's something we need to mark down and really look at. Because you're talking about this guy. And I'm like, man, I'd love to hear his story, you know, where he's at, yeah. what his hits are like, what his merchandise is, is doing. You know, I don't want exact sales numbers or whatever, but just what is he doing? So, cool. Um, okay, so we talked about Bill, or we hijacked mm -hmm. it from you. So um, <laughs> what else were you thinking? That's okay. Um. I mean, with Cafe Press and and there's there's some other thing you know that uh, where you can print T-shirts and you can print you can have things basically or uh, calendars I guess and some other things where you can basically you can design some stuff and it's almost like your own little store right or you can make your own little store now have, have uh, you guys heard of the ST store E S T Y yeah Etsy now is oh, that yeah, more the for source, yeah. hobbyist because my niece, um, she does these hair things. She, um, she's got, she's got a little girl, and she makes these beautiful little flower arrangements that bands and stuff to go on little kids. And she says she's selling them like crazy. I plugged her a few times on my Facebook, and she's done really well through the. And that's what she's using. It's the SD, I guess it's called store. Um, is that only for hobbyists who do that kind of stuff, or can you use it to sell? Your merchandise or original artwork, or is it only perhaps Yeah, I, I think you can because there are some comic artists and sketch card artists who have been using that too. Are they? So okay. I just don't know. Oh, that yeah, I think if it's it, wide open. Yeah, I don't think that it's versus like say eBay mm -hmm. or some of the uh, the one the comic sites that are devoted to selling original art kind of right. thing. Uh, I, I, it's, it's just not as widely known yet. Right, so it's, so it's a shop that you have to push people to, yeah. like through your Facebook and stuff like that. Right. Um, okay. Um, and the cool thing is if you're if you're publishing through WordPress, Bill, I just set that up for you. Um, you have mm -hmm. to announce that at the end of this podcast. Um, there's a function in there that you can select for that strip. You can, you can select... I have the original artwork, and this is how much I'm selling it for. Or I have a print of it, and that's how much I'm selling the print for. And people can actually buy it through your PayPal account right there on your site. Wow. And the print, the prints are great. Not that I've sold any on Clay's Way, and I'm not complaining because um, we're still building our audience. But it's a really cool function that they've built into the, to the uh, Comic Press template now. That's really nice. 
Well, that is a so, need in, in a lot of cases. So what, it's, if you can. What about DeviantArt? They will sell stuff for you, right? Is that how that works? Right. Yeah, but I don't think you make a lot. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can sell a print, and there are different sizes, but they take they do take a cut. Right. And I heard it's pretty big that's, cut. That's, yeah, then that's a, that's the complaint I've seen that it is a, a bigger cut than some people want to do. But then again, if you you know a little bit of something is better than a lot of nothing. Right. Right. So other people are that way. Mm-hmm. So it's it. <laughs> It really, you have to look at what you what you need or what you want to get out of it. Are you, are you trying to sell prints? Are you just having something out there? Because if you have an ad for a print, that's also like a little ad for you, for your your strip or your comic or your property or whatever, or you, mm-hmm. your talent. Um, you know, what do you want to get out of it? And if you can make something positive that works on a couple of levels, just like that, right. then why not? And it, it's sort of amazing, um, and I'm real interested in starting this this other new web strip with you, because I think it's it's geared towards an audience that's more into an, a group that we talk to on a daily basis. Because with Clay's way, um, and this has been a great experiment, is that it's not a comic audience, even though I, I believe it's a good strip. And that's just uh, because I'm writing. I think the artwork has advanced over 80 strips. We've been doing it like over 10 months. But I think it's got a long ways to go. You know, there's still the humor has got to be added to it. It's got a long ways to go, but it's had zero. I've got that huge store built for it. I've got a lot of merchandise. I got some merchandise and stuff. Online I sell. I have sold nothing. Nothing. Not original artwork. Not a print. Not through that store, and I made it as easy as possible to do so. Okay, and I always share these things with everybody because I want you to know what's going on. At a convention, at DerbyCon, I had my mm-hmm. best freaking show ever. I did better in that DerbyCon one-day show than I did three days at C2E2. Now I've got a little bit more merchandise. I think there again. I had some better artwork because we advanced over the past couple months more. And I think I've done better, as I think I, I talked about in the past podcast, is that if I had the small prints up where they could handle them, and if I had the big prints bagged and boarded where they could handle them, not flip mm-hmm. through a portfolio, I think I would have sold more. And I think i got to get my original artwork out where they can look at it. Yeah. So I think those are things I have to personally fix. And I can even make more sales. So I can hand sell this project, no problem. And there's always people around talking about it because it's different. You know, the ADHD, the dyslexia catches people. I have the girlfriends who are so bored to death because they're walking around the show with their boyfriend. Or or I got the girlfriends who's walking around the show with their boyfriends or the wives with their husbands bored. And they'll see our booth and they'll spend an hour at our booth talking to us. Because they got a child, a boy or a girl, or a nephew or niece. So we attract a different crowd, and they're willing to, 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 to support us and buy right there. I've got to attract that crowd online, and I haven't done that yet. And I know I haven't. So um, it's something we got to work on. So here again, I'm interested in really launching that other strip this fall with you, because it's geared mm-hmm. towards the comic book artist, the creator, um, who we talk to on these podcasts and everything, and see if it would build differently using the same model, creating a store, right. creating cool merchandise, but yet 
it's the audience we currently have in our hands that we talk to, you know. So it, it, it's different. Well, let's dissect this a little okay. bit. What did you do with the shows that you think might have been different than what you're doing on the website? I'm not communicating as much on the website, but to be honest, the people I think I have directed towards the site don't realize you can scroll down and see the blog. <laughs> I chatted with some people on Facebook, mm, and they're like, okay. you can do what? And I don't think they even see the store link. So I'm going to rebuild the menu bar that's right underneath the comic strip and put store, community. Yeah, I don't think they scroll. I think they go to the site, they see the strip, they read it, and they leave. And, and yeah, you got, you I'm know, educating people with this one. This isn't like right. a PvP who goes to Evil Inc. You know, these are people who probably don't read online strips, but they're enjoying this for free. But they don't realize that you could scroll down and get more more content so right. i've got to Maybe change some... my header out you know and mm -hmm. put a piece of merchandise up in that header you know buy the first mm -hmm. collection click here to go to the store um i've got i'm gonna start Maybe blogging some... every week on it i'm not gonna let it go so long okay so, maybe some miniature banners yes you know along yeah. the you can side put some that... buttons next to your strip i haven't played with it because right. i don't know if i have to uh reproportion the strip or not but you can put like mm -hmm. store and a couple other buttons up there next to your strip. And I saw art. Uh, I saw PVP do that. And I'm thinking, I wonder why he did that. Maybe yeah. it's because nobody and scrolls down. Probably. Yeah. You know, make it fun. You know, make like the store a picture of a uh, pan or a picture of clay with money in their yeah. hand. You know, make uh, make uh, the uh, the the educational part. You know, clay. Uh, suffering over a book or something like that. You well, know, actually, I've, got, like a, I've got some large boxes down on the side that the store is like a comical drawing of the store. Mm -hmm. And then there's one with Clay right. holding a whole bunch of books, you know, and that's like the resource area. So we, right. we've tweaked that a little bit, but oh, I think it's below yeah. the eyesight. And I think that's a problem Absolutely. that some people don't realize. And I, I'm, I'm communicating with People I know do not read webcomics. These are classmates that I went to school with a long time ago. Not as long as Bill, but almost. And, uh, and, <laughs> and no they're like, long, Bill, but... you write something on this? I'm like, uh, yeah, if you scroll down a little bit. Oh, I never scroll down. I just go to the site and read the strip. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm realizing that you, you sort of have to educate your readers. Maybe and, even a big banner below the strip going, hey, you, scroll. Yeah. Some, <laughs> you know, point downward or yeah, something. Yeah, more stuff below and put an arrow yeah. down. Yeah. There's there's like that that I, when I get back from this trip, I'm going to really look hard at, and actually on this trip because I'm not taking hardly anything with me to work on. This is a family trip. But I do have my laptop, so I will be critiquing the site and making notes on some things to try. And this is the time for me to do this. Like I said, we do not have a big readership mm -hmm. built up yet. So this is time to start tweaking and changing and playing with things to try to get the readership to flow through. Try to get some of them over to the community. Nobody's ever hit the community. Bill and I, how long we've had that community up? Six months. Longer. Longer, yeah. So we probably need to go over there and clean it out again. And then I think I've got Katie finally twisted her arm to start doing some little posts over there. So I, you know what the biggest difference with, with the DerbyCon than C2E2 or AM was? What's that? Katie was with me. 
And females ah, feel comfortable approaching her, talking to her about it, and man, she will talk their arm off about that kind of stuff. ADHD and dyslexia. And I mean, she's very proud of what we do with the strip and the resources that are available on there and stuff. So, but uh, yeah, that was another big thing too. Was that my wife was there? I can't. I can't also help but think that the fact that school is about to start again mm -hmm. is, in some way, going to help readership go to the strip if you target it. Well, yeah. I mean, we got these trading cards we printed, and the one with the uh, ADHD and dyslexia on the background of it. We printed out tons, thousands of more of those because we knew that was our business card. So we'll be handing mm -hmm. those out to libraries and special ed teach special ed teachers and. Um, just stuff like that every place we can. Actually, every teacher I meet at a con, we handed stacks of them to them. Says, here, hand them out to your parents. Hand them out to other teachers, you know. So I, I'm not giving up on it. I was frustrated a couple weeks ago or last week, like I admitted on the podcast, a little frustrated. Um, looked at numbers. I was uh, real busy and justified not doing anything. Well, I uh, got a kick in the butt and read a little comic mentor, got online here. And right now, mm -hmm. I'm posted for the next two and a half weeks. So, we're, uh, and that was to help with Steve Steglin. He listens to podcasts. Hey, Steve. Um, he kicked me two awesome strips that will run next week. So, this week's strips are live. Steve's strips live. And the following week's strips are done and live. So, they will all self-post on themselves on the days they're due. So, I got it together. You know, I feel good about where it's at. It's just that now, it, you know... As I've said, you've got to make money at these things. I It costs me every week to have Claysway because I pay Jackie. Jackie mm -hmm. Pencils. Two strips minimum. That's not counting all the side stuff she's doing for me. We're working on the comic book and everything like that. So it's like, okay, what do we have to do to get this stuff to sell online? And that's sort of, I, I don't know if this is where we were heading at the beginning of this podcast, but how do you make money online with this stuff? Because, you know, I'm open because I'm not doing it. But I know guys who, who do very well. I do not run Google ads or Project Wonderful ads on the site mainly because um, if I put Google ads on it, I would get swamped with um, drug ads. From right. Anderson to all the different drugs that they offer, they would just gobble up my ad space. And oh, yeah. I do not want to, I, and I'm not saying I'm against it. I think every child and every parent needs to justify and, and what works great for them. But I do not want to show that I back this one over this one or that one. Right. So um, even though Eric Adams told me and recently that he's found out that there is in Google, I can select or deny ads. But of course, uh, on the flip side of it, they usually try to sneak it in through the back door. Right, to, and you know. honestly, that become like you were saying, that, that becomes an endorsement. Mm -hmm. And then if that doesn't work for one child, yeah, you mm -hmm. know, you've lost a reader. Yeah, I, and and strips like PVP and and Shelton and those guys, they can do this because they're not really endorsing any certain thing. You know, uh, yeah. PVP gets a lot of World of Warcraft ads and PlayStation ads and Xbox ads on the site, and that's cool. Um, that's what his, his site's about. And they get, you know, they do pretty well with them. Um, on past sites, I've dabbled with Project Wonderful ads. Um, I've spent a lot more than I ever made. <laughs> so that's sort of why I've stayed away because it's too easy to go, ooh, 
Maybe I can build the readership by promoting it through Project Wonderful. And but before long, you're sticking another twenty, thirty, forty dollars a week out in Project Wonderful ads, and what you're getting back on them isn't very much. So right. I've sort of stayed away the whole ad thing. But I, on the flip side, I know that's hurt us. So I'm interested in well, watching one and be able to do that whole thing. Put the Google ads, put the Project Wonderful ads on it. But they only do you good if you have the hits. You only benefit when you have the hits built up. So. Right. Oh, so. so in the meantime, you need to have a store or you need that, to have something else that, that pulls in some sort of revenue. Right. You know, it's like Mike and I haven't done a show since Derby, and really I'll have nothing scheduled until Cincinnati Con the middle of next month. So this is too long of a dead period. You know, I, I need to be someplace at least every four weeks promoting this. And there's enough shows out there. I just I just let this period mm-hmm. drop because of things that's going this month drop because things that's going on in my personal life with we're doing a last minute vacation trip. And then we were like John said, we're back in school next week or week after next. Mm-hmm. And then my wife's going to have an operation the week after that. So she's got some recovery time. So all that's going to happen this month in the end of this month. So I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. A whole lot and be gone, but smart guy would have been somewhere last weekend <laughs> and gotten one <laughs> in this month or the end of July at least. So right. um, I plan on visiting a comic shop in Florida, one or two, and leaving some books and some trading cards and doing a little PR that way. But usually, what you do is you get the counter person or the sales clerk, but it doesn't really reach out very far. So we'll see. But yeah, how how to merchandise this? And there's nothing wrong with it because you've got to pay your cost at some point in time. Ten months into it, you need to be making something. And I mean, I've got some cool posters I haven't even put online yet because nothing's selling. But I need to start posting them in the blog and add it to the store because the Space Cowboy poster—that's cool. That's a cool poster. Jackie designed it up for just for DerbyCon. You know, that's a cool poster. Uh, we got a Green green Lantern uh, tip of the hat to the Green Lantern with the clays way cast. I haven't even printed that poster yet, and it's done, colored and everything. So we have some cool stuff that then we, we need to start using. And uh, and then trying to reach out. I think your biggest thing, I think you can spend as much time reaching out to an audience as you do create. And I think that's where a lot of us, including myself, lose it. Because you only get so much time. So, but you gotta have that readership, or you're not gonna sell anything, or you're not gonna have any readers. Right. So, um, you know, we've talked about products in the past. T-shirts are cool. Hats are cool. Uh, bags are cool. Um, oh man, Rick to El Cafe, they got some cool stuff going on. Bars of chocolate. They brought me a bar bar mm-hmm. of chocolate last week. It's cool as heck. Uh, their new mugs, their new bags. Mm-hmm. Um. The pins, you know, because they made me pins for Clay's Way, which, you know, some of them sell, don't, some of them don't. Um, the girly stuff sells, and the peanut bear sell for me. So those are my big sellers as far as pins. Actually, I need to get those redone. I told Jackie we'll do some new ones. That's what we need to focus on because that's who buy the pins. Um, Mini Prince does well in some places and not other places. So there's all kinds of stuff that you can look at. And if, if you're interested in figuring out what I'm talking about, go to Clay's Way, click on the store, 
You don't have to buy anything, but just look at the merchandise that we have there at the beginning of this. Just look at the prints, the posters, the buttons, and uh, see what we're talking about. See what we're trying. We're just throwing out a bunch of stuff. Um, the trading cards are cool as heck, I think. And now Blue Line can print them for anybody as cheap as they print them. Um, you know, we're getting ready to do another nine cards because I, I just think the trading cards are cool. Very cool. They're surprisingly popular, too. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a, well, I guess not surprisingly, but yeah, they're very popular. Yeah, yeah they are. Very cool. So, but um, you can sell them, you know, sell them, autograph them. Use, I picked out, I pick out one out of every nine and way over print it, use it as a business card, as a promotional card. So, mm -hmm. um, what other kind of ideas you got, Bill? I was just checking out the Closeway store. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's some cool stuff on here. Mm -hmm. And there's some stuff that will roll off that just won't move or won't sell. And we'll move on new stuff. We don't have any shirts yet. Um, just because I, I've heard good well, stuff about Cafe Press and I've heard some bad stuff. So I can't right. really endorse them, but I can't say I won't use them. Um, I got some local guys here and I'm real picky about what you reprint on shirts because. I used to silkscreen shirts for a living, and I want them to last. So I'll probably use some local guys and just get a basic shirt done up with the exclamation mark and a little logo or something on it for uh, next spring. I might do it. Yeah. I might do it for that fall show. Um, but do a limited run and yeah. for the holidays. But one thing I want to try to do is sell packages, and I think that's where people really like it. It's where I'm going to try this at Cincinnati, where you get a comic. Full set of cards, so many buttons, and maybe a limited print or something just for that show for this low price. And see if people are interested in that, in a, in a kit type thing, you know? Right. So, I know uh, some people are using that at San Diego this year. Some of the web guys, and that's done pretty well for them. Yeah, because then you get, it's like a big dose of whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You get it cheaper yeah. that way. Yeah. So, so and then it sort of gets you involved and sort of pulls you in. Right. So, okay, any more ideas out there, guys? How can we recognize this? No, nah, we're, we're working on, because uh, Darren often offered to, when I did my Kickstarter relaunch, and then, because uh, I, I want to do some incentives there, too, on that mm -hmm. same uh tangent i guess and i want to yeah i'll be looking at other things that can go with that and be part of the incentives that are just cool right so yeah darren said he, he uh spoke with you or left your message or something uh -huh. yep yep yeah he's really done a lot of research him and i will do a little research at the shop on wednesdays but he's really uh he's, he's made some good ideas he's got some great ideas going with rtc yeah, he does spend hours. Yes, he does. Looking through things and you know seeing what works and what doesn't for other people. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I guess some. The fact kind of is that a lot of artistic people aren't necessarily that business minded. Huh. So if you're not, uh, you know, you have to find someone who is. Exactly. If you really yeah. want to make a, if you really want to make a go of this, you know, you you really have to get someone with that business 
sensibility. You know, it could be a relative. It could be, you know, classmate, depending on your age, you know. <laughs> it could be any number of people. <laughs> you know. Yes, I can't. I mean, luckily, you know, luckily, uh, luckily, uh, I guess the three of us are kind of in both camps. <laughs> but that's extremely rare that you find that usually you have either very business minded and no art at all or very artistic and no business. Right. So. Well, I think we've been around long enough. We've seen enough changes in, in this industry and and we sort of see where we believe it's all moving to that we know, you know, it's sort of our job. I always take it as it's sort of our job to learn and try things and then share it. I mean, Bill and I have talked about years right. of how why sketches, you know, and John, you came on that we want to share our experiences and share other people's experiences. So, so this industry advances and grows. And, you know, that's why I sit here and tell you, you know, well, Clay's way is not doing as well as we want it to do. And, but these are the things I'm doing. And, you know, I hope people get on the board and say, Hey, have you tried this or that? Or, you know, send me an email. Hey, try this. Or, you know, or what are you doing? And, you know, out of that, hopefully somebody will try something different and benefit or um, maybe they'll give me an idea and I will benefit from it, you know. <laughs> right. um, well, I, I, I think you did well talking to your friends to see what, you know, what they look at when you do the Clay's Way mm-hmm. thing. Um, you know, something I was going to mention earlier, the Clay's Way store, uh-huh. I would bring that box up. To where, because when I open my screen up, right. it's sort of cut off anyway. But if you have that box halfway just peeking up over the bottom of the, the screen, mm-hmm. then it automatically lets you know that there's something down below that. Right. Well, you know the black right now just cut the off. black menu bar where it says home and right. contact. I think I'm going right. to put buttons. I think I can include buttons in there to say like store, co- resources, yep. community. I think right there, that will give them words right off the bat. Oh, what? There's a store? And then I think the header. So everybody on this podcast, go to clasway.com so I can get a few hits out of this anyway. Um, <laughs> the header, the banner, I'm going to get rid of Clay and Pan and put the first comic collection. And we're getting ready. We've done enough strips to do the second one. So I'll probably show both of them up there. And do a, a sit value thing. Buy them both and get a discount type thing. And it'll go to the store. We'll see if that drives more traffic to the store. And, you know, you could even you could even do it uh, a little self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. You know, go, oh, yeah, there is a store. Didn't you notice? Yeah. It was right here. You know, do, you know, do something that, that makes it... Uh, you know, for people who have been around, right? Or for even for people who haven't, you know, uh, make it make it a little in joke that yeah, there was always a store you just didn't see. Right, it. right. And I think if you do the second collection, then that automatically lends itself. To, then you have history. Then you have longevity. You have right. uh, you are established. You're not fly by night, yeah. Right, right. And, and because some, again like with anything the first time you know it may be this strip that somebody's looking at now may be the first one that they see right but uh of course they're going to look at part five i better go read the first four yeah. right. and yes you better 
but there's all kinds of other strips in in the over the you know 80 strips and stuff so um, there's all kinds of things to see and, and letting and letting people know too that there are you know other things in the archives and that there are other things to check out that's always good because not because of click value and, and people click and cl- I mean, that's yeah that, oh, that's okay but especially if you have Google ads and pro- you know uh, project wonderful ads and that kind of stuff but um, by giving them more options to uh, invest personally in your strip or your project or your website, then that ties them into you and they're more apt to come back. Right. And they're more apt to have that word of mouth experience with somebody else because somebody else may know that they read Clay's way then, and, and they may, a certain strip may hit them and they'll, they might provide a link on, you know, they might do a, uh, share the link on, uh, Facebook or something else. Hey, check this out because this is a funny one. Or this was me, you know. Right. Or you know, my son did this. Or something, you know, something like that. And there's that, always that chance of th- that thing happening. Mm-hmm. And um, again, that brings people personally investing in in you as a creator and your strip and clay and everything that's in it. And as well as all the, you know, Jackie and Steve and Chris, all the all that goes into one big thing, and then and then it becomes because then Chris is at a show and he's like, oh, I did some Clayway, right? And Steve might be doing some stuff, and he's like, you know, I did some Clayway strips too, and then it starts to come together and it starts to gel with how complete or how much more complete this thing is than just you know flipping it to it and seeing just one strip, then you start having, like I said, a history and then you start having an archive and then you start having people who are recurring and coming back. Right. And maybe they hit this, the RSS feed and subscribe hint, hint and get the new one, you know? And, and, you know, it also brings up the point that there is so much for people to look at and see anymore that, People don't want to get invested in something that's going to die right away. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm very much that way with TV anymore. I won't watch a show to have it be canceled in 13 episodes, you know? Right. I just don't have the time in my life for another another show. Quitter. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Like, I haven't watched any of Alphas yet, just because... Yeah, same here. Yeah, so, you know, I'm expecting it to die pretty quickly. So um, once they see that you have a history, they'll go, oh, okay, well, this is going to hang around. So, you know, maybe I'll go back and look, and I'll go back and look at the earlier stuff. And, oh, this is really cool. Maybe I'll tell somebody. And, oh, I'll buy a collection so I can get that earlier stuff. And, you know, so I I think it's a lot that there's just that bombardment of stuff out there that showing them that you're – you're here and you're planning, you know, you're staying, you're not going anywhere. Right. It's going to go a long way to, uh, getting, getting people to hook on to it. I agree. I agree. And this, I didn't mean for this podcast to turn into a plug for Clay's way, but like hey, no, we, we lose, <laughs> we use it as a tool, as a, as a, an exercise. And to me, anything we do, whether it's 
Blue Line or, or Clay's Way or Comic Mentor or whatever. We look at the hits and what we're drawing, what we're doing with the blog, and, you know, we look at things and we want to share that with everybody. But, um, you know, what, what's been a huge positive, one, I really enjoy the subject and what we're doing, and my whole family's involved in what we do with Clay's Way. Um, and what we have planned for the future of it. So it's not going anywhere. It's going to grow. It's just it's growing a lot slower than I ever dreamed it would. Um, but I'm sure it's because it's clean humor, and that takes finding the right audience. You know, I, we could get, you know, off the right off the bat. You know, people says, "Ooh, we got an angry panda bear." Well, no, he's not angry. The first few pictures we drew of him sort of looked that way. I'm sure we could play the much heavier Calvin and Hobbish type prankster stuff and maybe it would have caught on a little quicker but it's just not where the strip was you know right so um, i'm not saying we won't do that kind of stuff at some point in time play some heavier prankster stuff because it's definitely part of but it's not going to be the core the core of this so but and i was going with with somewhere else and i totally lost it mid-sentence so um sort of way live podcast are you did fine okay so, if you want a model for, I think a model for Clay's, Clay's Way is a good model. You have your strips, you have your blog, you have your store, you have a community. Now, where's the readers? And that's where I'm at with it. Where's the readers? Oh, I know. We have had some huge boosts, and I think I've mentioned this in the past. You know, we had, we did a guest person in the strip, and John, you mentioned this, where the where the artist draws. Yeah. We had a... Uh, Rick in the strip, who's from uh, totallyadd.com, and they ran the strip in their newsletter, and we got bombarded with the hits for that day, but we didn't keep them. You know, so but you can't do. Rick can show up, and Jackie and I were talking about with the beginning of school and everything, maybe having another Rick guest strip. You know, um, where Rick just shows up, and you know, Clay's going, "Hey, man, you working on this kind of stuff?" You know, um, helping. Dyslexia people with all these books and stuff that's just overwhelming to them. And, you know, maybe we'll get another plug out of it. But it's, uh, that helped when you can get listed on other sites. I know certain certain people who do guest strips for uh, PvP or uh, Girls with Slingshots, those guys, they get huge hits from those creators, readers. So I know there's a cross market out there. Now, whether you can keep them once you get them there is another thing. Um, I was really hoping to do some fall web conventions. I know there's a New England convention, but I haven't seen anything this year about it. Have you seen anything about it, John? No, not at all. Last I'm year it was surprised. September or something, and yeah. I heard it went well, and then there's been nothing this year that I can find about it. Uh, I've seen videos and everything, and it was... Mm-hmm seemingly packed well, you know if you to look at these videos at the time last year's show we'd only been live for like two months and you had to be up for like six months so maybe it was november yeah. the show was so but yeah i was like really shocked that i haven't seen anything about it yet this year so so i was really interested in doing a web convention just to see if i could pick up some cross audience from doing a true comic convention you know right so but merchandise, merchandise, everything. Yeah, learn and then pass it along. The ultimate merchandiser out there, and we know the guy who draws the daily strip. Garfield, 
Mm-hmm. Clay does not, my oldest, or my youngest, I'm sorry. My youngest, Clay, doesn't have a clue what Garfield is as far as a comic strip or a comic, you know, collection or anything like that. But he'll watch that 3D animation that's on Disney mm-hmm. every morning. <laughs> he thinks it's funny. And I, I you know... I'm not real impressed with the D 3D modeling and that animation. Um, the strips are cute. I mean, the the stories are cute, but I'm like, wow. But uh. Well, you. He merchandise. I think the thing with Garfield. Yeah, definitely. I think thing with him is it's constant reinvention of the concept. I mean, Garfield is essentially the same that he has been since the very beginning. Right. You know, as, as a script character but you know look at how many different avenues he's taken that seemingly really simple character I mean you know everything from you know car window hanging things back when that was the big thing right you know he's he's on every sort of lunchbox plate you know <laughs> t-shirt hat bag mm-hmm. whatever whatever you can think of piece of merchandise um you know that there was that cbs cartoon for a few years right mm-hmm. then that the went movies. away and then the movies came mm-hmm. and then that kind of petered out now he's on this 3d thing so you know i think the thing with him is he i don't want to say he chases trends necessarily but he definitely follows oh yeah what the hot trend is you know mm-hmm. I agree. And, and by being on that path, other things, other opportunities present themselves to him. Right, exactly. Because, you know, it's a proven character. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's it's not Shakespeare by any stretch of the imagination. It, it's, a, but, it's a solid brand. You know, right, you put a out a glass with Garfield in it, you're going to sell that glass. There's the collectors, exactly. there's the readers, there's the fan base. You do a cool sticker or T-shirt. You're going to sell some because, you know, right. there's those people out there who recognize it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's definitely built up a solid brand. And that's that's what all this comes around. I mean, when we're designing the Clay'sway stuff, there's a reason he wears an exclamation shirt. There's a reason his hair a certain way. You're building a brand. There's a reason Pan looks like Pan. You know, yeah. um, I got a sculptor who's working on a sculpt of Pan. And he did this great sculpt. And I says, Kevin, the only problem is that's a great bear. But it's not pan. He goes, what do you mean? I says, that's an awesome looking bear. And you got his shape right. But the face is a bear shape. I said, look at pan. He's an imagined stuffed animal. He's more rounded and fluffy. And he's like, oh, you're right. So he's going to go back in and totally retake. I mean, save that head, man. That's a great bear face. But he's going to go back in and try to sculpt pan's face. There's a difference to it. Right, there's so, almost a humanistic quality to pan. Yeah, pain there's, that. you know, and that we've talked about stuffed animals. We could do the stuffed animal pan that Clay carries mm-hmm. around, and then we could do another stuffed animal as what, what we call stuffies when they are imagined. Right. You know, and that's that's a different shape than the one he carries around. So there's, you know, there's no doubt we could do two stuffed panda bears, and I could sell the crap out of those because I've got these little... Did we lose somebody? Mm-mm. No, we're all here. Yeah. Um, 
I've got these little who who puts these tie tie panda bears with these big eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, the mm-hmm. kids go after those on the table like crazy. So I have no doubt we could sell some stuffed animals. And I mean, it's definitely something we're looking at for next year. It's expensive. It's stuff you gotta get done overseas and get it cheap. You gotta get it done overseas and you gotta buy a volume of it. So, but um, there's there's ways to merchandise everything. Um, and don't forget the collections. I mean, we all wanted got in this industry because we want to do print comics or we love comics somehow or comic strips. And I do believe that in the past where sharing this stuff was in print, now sharing it's going to be in digital and print it's going to be merchandise. And so, uh, you know, I keep telling people at conventions and stuff this, that your printed collection is now just your merchandise. You know, you're going to hand sell a few of those, but your true core readership is going to be built digitally. So that's uh, something to be thinking about when you're creating a project. So, um, have we, like, beat this to death or what? <laughs> I think we've definitely put some mm. light on it. Okay, cool. I don't know if it's dying yet. but don't yeah. know if it's beat to death. Okay. It's sleepy. It's sleepy. All right. Um, I second that. I need a little shark week here. Donut, no, no. Yeah. Um, we're doing this podcast pretty close to the last one because I'm out next week. And I know, John, you should have a few things uploaded to the Scotch blog that you can share with our re- listeners. I got a couple. Okay. Um, went uh, straight tutorial uh, for several of these. Uh, so uh, the uh, the most recent one is a penciling process video. A uh, gentleman creating a, uh, a comic strip here and discusses his penciling process. Uh, then um, the one after that is uh, brush inking basics. Um, the young man in here, um, even though the people in his comment section don't necessarily agree with him <laughs> and his uh, ideas, I think that uh, a lot of his ideas are really justified and uh, uh, I think they really work well. So I definitely encourage people to check that one out. Um, kind of the idea that you know you always pick up stuff once you've done it for a while Mm -hmm. and he's obviously been using ink and a brush for a while because he's picked up quite a few interesting ideas um then the uh two after that are they are tutorials but sadly they are tutorials with music on them so Uh, if you're not a big fan of other people's music, I encourage you to turn the video down. But do check out the drawings. Uh, the first being uh, Tom Wynn. Uh, for people who don't know Tom Wynn, he's uh, he's a pro. He's been around for quite a while, actually, doing both DC and Marvel stuff. So definitely someone to uh, check out. And he's inking a male body for a T-shirt design, but it's a very good... Um, articulated anatomical male body so uh, definitely something to watch as far as him uh, doing line weights on a body and things like that and then um, usually this guy is much more talkative but uh, this one 
is just classical music and then him drawing Nightcrawler. And uh, he does a good, uh, somewhat Byrne-esque Nightcrawler. John Byrne, for people who don't know <laughs> what Byrne-esque means. Um, John Byrne, Nightcrawler. And uh, pretty cool, and I've always liked Nightcrawler as a character anyway. And he's not around anymore, so, you know, that one's for me. And then um, beyond that... Um, it's another one with a lot of music on it, and it's also a sped-up drawing, which I especially don't like. But the thing that uh, made me run this, well, the two things that made me run this are, one, it's our really good friend, Rene Delis. Oh, great. Um, and second is just the incredible drawing that she comes up with. It's a mermaid drawing done completely with markers. Um, if you go straight from the first shot of the video to the last shot of the video and that's all you look at you'll be blown away uh just the just what she gets but if you follow it all the way through and very closely look at her line work you'll be even more blown away than if you had just seen the picture created from nothingness so um i have great respect for people who do really tight lines and a lot of line work so um I think this is something that people should really check out. And that brings us up to date on me. Uh, John, I was going to drop you yes, a note, sir. and I forgot. Will Sportacio posted on Facebook a video of him drawing, and evidently it's the beginning of something that he is trying to put together. Um, yep. So I don't know if Will, if you got Will's on your Facebook or not, but if you do, you know, I don't know. Um, check it out and then see. I couldn't find a link back to it. It was like embedded in yeah. Facebook. Uh, but okay. I don't know if Wills has a his own site, but something to check out. Um, looks really okay, cool. cool. And, and I mean, if he ends up doing a whole video of this stuff, it's gonna be awesome. Oh he's heck gonna, yeah! I've always he, loved he wants to do it. a video city, series. Yeah. So we oh, talked. He and I talked about. Did it. you? Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. You know Will Spartacio? You've been holding out on me. Well, he sent me an email saying one time saying, "I've got this video of you from a show, and I can't remember what show it's from, but the link that he sent it." was uh was broken and that's how start i mean we trade emails and he'll do stuff and i'll he's going to do something for sketch he, uh-huh. he said because he went on vacation or something right last last week the week before and and um i guess it was week before and he said we'll talk when we get back nice. so, yeah, yeah i've talked to him and his wife ca- through art paper in the past so real nice people yeah. real good people yeah i call him uh, professor professor <laughs> yeah and I've always loved his work. I'm a big fan of his work. Great. And keep calling John because we just lost Bill. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Skype has been bad to us, folks, today. Skype has been evil to yeah, us. Especially but, Bill. Uh, let, me, let me use this moment of Bill's silence to uh, renew my uh, request for people to, if you want to see anything covered um, in the sketch blog, let me know. I'd be more than happy to take the time to go out and find videos on anything that you want covered. And if I can't find a video on it, uh, maybe I can get one of my artistic friends to make it for us. So let me know if there's something you want to see or, hey, he's back. Or if there's something that uh, you disagree with even on the videos, if you see that and uh, it's complete bunk. You know, if you're completely against what was portrayed in the video, let me know. I'll uh, find a counterpoint video, or I will. Uh, uh, I'll 
encourage you to make a video of your own showing, you know, what that person did wrong. Right. Oh, no, that sounds cool. I know yeah. some things we're going to do with the backstage pass is create videos, not even art and inking, which is important. Right. But also, um, just like yesterday, I was setting up a WordPress and a comic book theme site, and I had to stumble through it because it had been a few months since I've done one. And it took me ten times longer than it should have. And yeah. it's like those videos that could be, you know, little 10 or 15 minute videos on setting stuff up like that, that will save you major time. So I'm really looking forward to getting through and start setting those kind of videos up too. So that's cool. Yeah, we can probably, we can probably go ahead and tell people this, that uh, for the backstage pass, the first thing that we're going to do, or actually the first thing that I'm going to do as far as the backstage pass is just start from the first click of WordPress and work my way through. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're going to, you know, those of you watching the videos will kind of follow me along as I work my way through WordPress and stumble and mess up and, you know, fix and everything else. So, you know, try to try to save you as the viewer some time in what you're trying to do on WordPress. Maybe, you know, if you can watch me mess up a few times, you'll be able to go back and go, oh, yeah, they, I should do this. Right. And, and so. another thing we're going to do is that once once you stumble through that, is then we'll add Comic Press to that site. Mm-hmm. And that adds a whole other set of bells and whistles to make things right. even more flexible. And then I just found a gentleman who's involved in Comic Press last night while I was doing my research. He created something called Comic Easel. So I'm going to download that, and we'll... Be, we'll do write-ups on any software out there that one if you can get it either free or very affordable or and that you can use to enhance creating comics comic strips or anything like that we will find out there is there is a software called Sci, and jackie's really good at that we'll, we'll start taping her running Sci. it's like a photoshop program for coloring and painting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, those, these are things we're going to create videos on that you'll be able to come in and watch over and over and over. So, um, as far as Backstage Pass, not really we're going to do too much plugging. Um, we are setting up a Facebook page and a Twitter and uh, trying to start building some communications for it. But um, once I get back, we'll really dive into it. Um, Bill, now you're back. Um, you want to yeah. update us on the comic sketch community, comic mentor? Uh, let's see. The big thing, comics mentor, and as far as I'm concerned right now, is the uh, my Kickstarter thing for Ursula. I'm going to relaunch that with a new uh, window, a new deadline, because some people, ever since I announced it, I had more people wanting to do things. And. So it's going to be, you know, more elaborate, I guess. And, and I'm looking at other incentives, and I've learned some things in doing it. And that's part of the thing about doing it in the first place was learning about doing it, mm-hmm. um, so that I am armed with which, more information. Which, when you do that, may I make mm-hmm. a suggestion on running some videos? As uh, already, who is going to take yeah. that suggestion? Thank yes. you very Go much. Go ahead Mr. and Hickey. create the videos step by step and show fans. Because Kickstarter, I think, if you have the right merchandise, the right concept, and can reach out to a fan base, you can do some some great things with it. 
Yep. And uh, and if you don't believe us, go type in the word womanology. Yeah. Womanthology. <laughs> or womanthology. Renee sorry. and those girls, they've done great right. with that. But look, I mean, they're... look at the no, don't go too far with it because look at the mm-hmm. craters connected. Well, look yeah, where course. those craters have media sources and outlets and fan bases and I mean, when they put that together, they nailed it. They knew what they were doing. Put it yeah. together. Um, actually, Renee and I was trading emails earlier, and they've got three days left. And she she was asking me if I could kick some um, blue line stuff and. You know, I'm like, look, why don't I toss you a couple of those, you know, real expensive oversized sketchbooks. Um, you guys can do a sketch in them, and then you all can add that to it as a last-minute thing for so much investment. You know, you get a sketch from Renee and a sketch from another creator and sketch. You know, I said, I'll, I'll kick you guys three of those. and So, um, but yeah, um, that that is a package definitely to look at. And, and, and. But, and there's many. Tony Harris ran a great package. He ran his twice, second time it went through. So there, there's there's ones to look out at and see what is successful. And, you know, and don't go overboard. Get what you need. Go after what you need. Don't undercut yourself because you got to produce what you're going after. But, you know, don't also way over estimate. Be careful how you do that. But, I, Bill, I, a series of videos for that would be awesome, I think. Because there it is. It doesn't really cost you anything to set it up. Um, it only costs you on the back end. Right. So. Well, that's what I, when I announced it, that I would probably do, you know, the video. And that's one of the things that, I mean, I was hesitant to do it at first. Mm-hmm. Just the format and everything else. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm more open to that and some of the other things that I'm, I've, I, you know, as I've gone through it. I can see other things that I don't want to change it to. didn't want to change it too much because I didn't want to put something out there that somebody else at some who pledges at some level goes, you know what? For five bucks more, I could have got this thing. Right. Thanks a lot. Right. Um, and that, you know, that can happen mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, so I'm, yeah, like I said, I, I learned too and, and I'll pass along cool. as I do. Cool. So, okay. Um, I guess sketch community, the same stuff's been happening. People, Talking, sharing artwork, all that fun stuff. Oh yeah, cool. That's that's always a always a party. Right. Good. <laughs> um, let's see. I think we announced last week the sketch is off at the printers, and it's is. Um, I don't have a deadline on when it's going to be done, but hopefully in the next few weeks it'll be ready to start shipping out to subscribers. Um, this issue will not hit stores. If you want it, you need to go to bluelinepro.com and order it. Um, wait for the digital release, or be a subscriber. We did not offer this through Diamond, and so it's going to be strictly this way. Um, just if any of you dealt with Diamond, you realize how much they take, and printing a magazine at cost, it's hard to give up that much. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, we'll have some for shows and conventions and stuff also with us. So, and that's really it for me. So, um, you guys got anything else? No. Nope. nope. That covers All it. Right. John, how can they get a hold of you, bud? Uh, they should be able to get a hold of me at john at sketchmagazine.net, but just in case, also email me at john at comicrelated.com. How about you, Bill? Carrier pigeon. <laughs> or comicsmentor at gmail.com. And you can reach me at Pony Express. 
or next week could be Not hot old. down in Florida. Um, or short week. Um, you can reach me at uh, Bob H at BlueLinePro.com or you can reach all three of us at podcast at sketchmagazine.net. Well, since you're going to be at in Florida, it'll have to be like a carrier alligator oh, or something. Or shark. I've been watching that shark, <laughs> shark. week all week. Oh, man. Yeah, but they got to go the long way around. Yeah. you know, you got to go all the way around the end of Florida. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was supposed to announce, we went out and grabbed sketchbackstagepass.com. So mm-hmm. that's the site to watch. Um, that's where right now it's just the logo and coming soon. But as things start developing, it will start happening there. So, all right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks a bunch. Thanks.